This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hello, I am Emily, and you are listening to Sports and Quirks. And I'm also Emily, and we're going to jump into sports. Very exciting. Yes, um, we have some news in the college basketball world. So um, they put out that the NCAA tournament is going to happen in somewhat of a bubble environment. So all of the host sites who are scheduled to host games for March Madness this year, um, it seems, I think they're just like, those cities just don't get them because Mm -hmm. um, Denver was supposed to host the West Regional and they're saying like, oh, we'll be back for the first and second rounds in I think 2023. So I thought maybe these cities that were supposed to host this year would then get them next year, but I guess they're not like sliding everything back. It's just, nope, sorry. Like <laughs> just not happening. So um, bubble it is. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting. I hope it can just happen. That's at this point. Like I just hope they make it there. I mean, I think by then it'll be better. I think that like a bubble is a realistic solution to hosting the tournament and it can happen and it will be, you know, months after the holidays where like people are traveling more. Like I don't think it'll be similar to like the beginning of the school semester where or like after the first couple of weeks where things kind of settled down for different universities. So by mid end of March, it'll be easy to, well, quote easy. I like make air quotes um, to have teams quarantine and then go to a bubble site. And then they do all the testing and get it to where students can compete I will be interested to see what they do in terms of like, I guess like they always travel for March Madness and they just miss classes and they can do their classes online. So yeah, the bubble is a good solution. (laughs) Yeah. um, I I think it's probably necessary at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So hopefully it's, it succeeds and you know, we can have a regular season also would be nice. Um, Yeah. Uh, college football news. Um, Wisconsin and Michigan. Big blowout. Ooh. Yes. Wisconsin is ranked number 10, and maybe they're very good. And I, I say that. I think Michigan is really bad. Like, not just, oh, they're having, like, an offseason. Like, they lost to Michigan State, who is also very bad. So I think it's a tough time being a Michigan player. It's it's a tough time being a player in the state of Michigan playing for one of these Big Ten schools. 
So I don't really know how good Wisconsin is. They might be very, very good this season. Or Michigan might be looking at coaches to replace their current coach very soon. That is a a possibility. (laughs) That hot seat, though. Yeah. Um, See you on a roll. They beat Stanford this weekend. Um, Their first two games of the season, they have built a substantial lead and then kind of squandered it away. So um, we'll see if that continues. But they're not playing this weekend as of now because um, Arizona State, who they were supposed to play, is having COVID issues on their team. So there's still a possibility of them getting a non-conference opponent. It sounds like, but you know, as more time goes on, as we get closer to the weekend, obviously that possibility gets lower. So, um, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Probably going to get a week off, I guess. Yeah. It's a strong start for CU. And again, I think it looks, it looks good that CU started two, two wins. Um, even if they have like had some, troubles like towards the end of the game um because they probably are like well you know we could have been blown out and we could have been or shut out like michigan state so um we've we talked about mel tucker when he left cu to go to michigan state last december Mm -hmm. i believe which feels like 20 years ago um so michigan state lost indiana 24-0. And so CU, they're probably feeling pretty good right now. Yes, I think so. Good start for them. It it really is, and it's really fun to see. I hope that they can figure it out. Maybe this weekend, like having a bye, like, or not like a, a true bye, but having the weekend off, they can kind of figure out what the issues are when it comes to finishing the game strong. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that's the case. Oof. And then, um, so there are three teams that are 8-0 and ranked. And it's three teams that I don't have any like particular feelings towards one of these teams, but I'm just like, I'm very confused. I saw a couple jokes um, about these teams on Twitter. BYU, Notre Dame, and Liberty, all ranked, all 8-0 records. And I just... I don't understand. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It's a weird year. <laughs> it's such a weird year. I expected Boise State to beat BYU. I expected Clemson to beat Notre Dame. I don't follow Liberty, to be quite honest. I don't really care about Liberty. Um East Coast football is like if it's not a Big Ten or an ACC team what is it is it a football team but here we have here we have liberty (laughs) like i'm i'm shook yep (laughs) not a huge fan of byu being undefeated but it's fine no i mean same but i'm wondering so as i said these teams are ranked and like i mean typically byu and notre dame are ranked at some point during the season but how will this like impact how we're talking about football next season and will Liberty become like part of the conversation as it relates to how they play, not as it relates to Liberty as an institution, because I don't think I've ever really talked about Liberty football in my life. 
Um, it's more like things that are going on at the school. So I things like this with like other teams, other institutions that like you don't normally hear about, but they started the season back in September. And so people not having much to do, but our football fans are like, yeah, I'll watch this college team. And so I'm wondering, this might be a pipe dream, but like maybe it'll incentivize um, the college football playoff committee to be like, oh, maybe we should reconsider how we have this playoff set up. I don't know that that is very much a pipe dream. <laughs> it's, it's a fun one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have hopes and dreams. Those are good to have. Thank you. Um, do you want to discuss NFL? Yeah, where those playoffs make more sense. <laughs> they do. Um, so weird weekend. Um, some strange losses, I would say. Yeah. Um, really weird ones. I mean, there were some expected ones like the. Jaguars lost to Green Bay. But I if I had to make bets on these games that we're going to talk about, I would have bet that the Texans would win. The Buccaneers like lost by 3 points last week. How did they turn it around against the Panthers this week? And then most importantly, the Ravens lost to the Patriots. I'm confused. I I don't know. The Patriots the Patriots this year, um, it's it's weird. <laughs> I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that Cam Newton is their quarterback. Same. Same. It like and I don't ever see the highlights of like how he's playing. Or, like, what he's doing. I mean, I hear people, like, have their commentary where they're like, oh, look at Cam, how he, like, presents himself. But for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, the Patriots are just kind of, kind of count this year as a, a wash a little bit. Like, they haven't it's been the best. It. They haven't been, <laughs> yeah, like, they haven't been terrible, but, like, they haven't been great. And um, for them to beat a team that, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, the Ravens are a strong team. My brain doesn't like it. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then not like a weird loss, but the Bills lost to the Cardinals and you just absolutely hate to see it. Same with the Rams and Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> uh Russ isn't doing too much cooking the past oh, couple no. weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's partially coaching issues. Oh um, yikes. And their defense is just I don't even know what's going on. Um but you know what? It's fine. This is typical. They will um, you know, have a little bit of a downward spiral and then, you know, fire on most cylinders again once it's more important to do so i think is probably how it's gonna go so okay. um we'll see but just i guess since we're talking about the seahawks now um west coast bias as always um my game of the week yes. is the seahawks and cardinals um yes. very two very evenly matched teams um 
you know, these divisional matchups get more and more important um, as the season goes on, especially because the NFC West is like, the teams are all kind of in the same spot. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think the team in last place in the division has like a significantly better record than the team in first place in the AFC East. <laughs> no, <laughs> NFC East. Yeah. Yikes. So that's kind of a bummer. Because given how things are going, I would like to see multiple, you know, teams from our division, like, far in the playoffs. But that's not how things work. (laughs) They have time to turn it around. They can do it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that's my game of the week. Um, Any other NFL discussions? No, I just hope that our teams don't lose this weekend. (laughs) Let's hope for that. uh, Well... The Bills don't play, so I don't really have to worry about that. But still, I hope the I hope the Seahawks pull off a win over the Cardinals. I hope so too. <laughs> that would be very nice. Um, some other sports updates. We're, so it's Tuesday, um, the seventeenth of November, and the NBA draft is tomorrow. It is. Um, it really snuck up on us. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I was reading a newsletter. So I read this newsletter called the morning brew and, um, I was like, Oh, the draft is this, the NBA draft is this week. Oh, yikes. What, where, where has the year gone? Um, I think that'll be pretty exciting. Um, any players that you're kind of excited to see where they go? Um, I don't know. I, to be honest, I feel like I'm not educated enough this year about the draft and um, the various players. So, I, no comment. <laughs> what about you? That's fair. Um, I mean, I don't know if there are any players that I'm like, oh, I'm excited for this player. Um, but because honestly, like the NCAA tournament in March and April that's when I'm like oh like who are these seniors or really impressive freshmen that are probably gonna get drafted who are they like what do they look like and it's from schools across the board like it's not just the teams I want to watch it's a lot of different teams and so yeah I don't think I can make an educated guess but I hope that the Nuggets get some good players um I mean the Nuggets it's a young team as is Mm -hmm. but it it doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have um, some more depth, like coming off the bench. So I just want to see that very selfishly. <laughs> um, again, figure. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to see um, how the draft works. The NFL draft is very entertaining to follow along yes. with on social media, and NBA Twitter is like. It's almost like a reality TV show, I feel like. So I think yep. that um, it'll be very entertaining. Yes. And in golf news, Dustin Johnson won the Masters. Yes, indeed. And he, like, um, he he won by five strokes with a record of 20 under par. Um, and it's two strokes better than the previous record um, held jointly by Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth. 
Um, all three of these men are golfers that I have heard of. So I was very excited when I read this stat because I was like, oh, no one obscure. But I'm like, who is <laughs> this man? You've never heard of. It's like, as as someone who's not really a golf person, like it can be very challenging when people are like, oh, yeah, this person. I'm like, who is that? I don't know him. Uh-huh. It's it's not the guy wearing the bright colors. I don't know him. <laughs> the fashions are always fun. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then you have a soccer update for us also. Yes. Like. Two, two soccer updates. Um, so the U.S. women's national team will be playing in an international friendly against the Netherlands the day after Thanksgiving on the 27th of November. And um, I think it couple weeks ago a couple months i don't know what time is anymore i'm gonna be real honest i could be like last week we said this it might have been seven months ago i don't know (laughs) um so uh a good number of the nwsl players went to play for european clubs so they would get like playing time guaranteed pretty much and money two things that are helpful when you are a professional athlete and um those players that went to European clubs like Tobin Heath will be playing in this match for the uh, U.S. women's national team, which is kind of exciting. Um, so, yeah, soccer fans, specifically women's soccer fans, you have that to look forward to next week after you do all of your turkey eating and Black Friday shopping <laughs> online. You should just do it online. Don't even bother with going to this store, dude. Um, and then international soccer news this news was just more of a shock than anything, which is why I included it. Uh, so the um, UEFA Na- Nations League is playing, and it's European soccer teams. Um, it's a international soccer competition of the of men's uh, national soccer teams, and Germany was playing Spain in it. Germany lost to Spain six zero. And that's not, like, unheard of to lose by that much in a soccer match. Um, You know, when you have teams that are, like, really good playing teams that are really bad. And especially when it comes to, like, um, countries playing each other. It's not necessarily in, like, specific leagues where you're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, an unfair or there's it's kind of even across the league. Like there are teams that are dominant, but like they're still not about to beat the worst team by six points in that league. Um, international teams like Germany's very good or was very good. I don't know if they're very good now. I'm very concerned. Your guess um, is as good as mine. <laughs> I know. I, I know. But it just, uh, for the three soccer fans that are listening, like um, maybe don't, put all your chickens in one basket when it comes to Germany in any international competition, because, oh my gosh. And I don't think, Oh, and because of this loss, like they won't be in the final four for this tournament. Like, um, yikes, mm-hmm. yikes is all I can say to that. Um, and to just round off the sports portion of this hour, um, my game of the week is number nine, Indiana at number three, Ohio state. You already said your game of the week was the Seahawks Cardinals. I should have slipped mine in there when we were talking about college football. Um, knock on wood, this game doesn't get canceled. Like the Ohio state, Maryland game. That was my game of the week last week. We can hope. Uh, <laughs> that was also <laughs> a game I was considering, um, but that's a definitely a good pick. 
Thank you. I'm solid matchup. <laughs> it should be a very fun. It, I think it'll be a good test if Indiana is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State, I don't have any critique of them right now. I am very critical of other teams because the Big Ten, wow. Wowie. So <laughs> this should be a fun game. Um, what's your hot take of the week? Um, so... This is probably not going to make a ton of sense to you, but um, there's a contestant on The Bachelorette. His name is Bennett, and he is, like, very – I think he, he went to Harvard Business School, I want to say. Um, but, like, very smart, clearly. Um, he's, like, very nerdy-seeming. Um, but I think that people think he's just on the show for comedic relief, kind of. He's actually very funny – like you would Ooh. think that someone like him would, you know, be maybe more stuffy, but he's hilarious. He's very into skincare. Um, and <laughs> my hot take is that I think he's going to go very far this season. Um, I think he might make like the top six, at least the top eight contestants. Um, and a lot of people think he's going to get sent home right away. So that's my hot take for the week. <laughs> I'll send you his Instagram profile. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure the folks who are listening that have a bracket pool or a, whatever you do for The Bachelor, I don't know. I, I can't even imagine thinking about like how <laughs> how the person, yeah. the bachelor, the bachelor is going to pick someone based off of like, oh, yeah, this is what they look like. Like, OK. Yeah, I mean, we've seen like these people in one episode, basically. So you're really taking shots in the dark. But um, yeah, so that's my hot take. I think that people who watch would find it a hot take. <laughs> From what I see on the internet, that seems like a hot take. Um, so that's what I have. What about you? What's your hot take this week? Man, this one is calling both of us out. You know that Spider-Man <laughs> gif where it's Spider-Man pointing at uh, Spider-Man? Yes. <laughs> that is what this is about to be. But like, I know that the blue text people uh-huh. can be very like n- only blue text. Pretty toity. <laughs> very hoity toity. Uh-huh. Uh, and I hot take. This is again directed at the blue text people. The green texts are fine. Like you, it's it's not the end of the world. Um, that I mean lands with a fair number of people. I've talked to people who are like, oh, I don't want to text someone if they have green texts, and I'm like, I don't understand. I'm new to the blue text. I'm very new to this as of like the beginning of 2020, and I just I can't understand it. My hot take is just like get over it. It'll be fine. It's not like it's life or death. <laughs> so I think there are definitely um, perks of green text, of texting with someone who has some sort of an Android phone. One, yes. you can't see the bubble, so you don't. Yes. There's no, like, anticipation. It's like when someone texts you, it just shows up on your phone. You don't know that they're going to be sending you a text. Um, so I think that's kind of nice, honestly, in a lot of cases. Um, yes. But with blue texts, sometimes it is nice to know, like, okay, this person saw this thing. They're, like, responding, whatever. But um, iPhone has a new feature where if you're just in your, like, messages, it'll show the little – it shows all your, you know, your recent texts from the different people, whatever. And then it shows the three dots now. You don't even have to, like, be in your conversation with someone to see that someone's typing, which I'm not really a fan of. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think the only thing I like about the blue texts 
is that you can like react to them and you can have like sure. uh uh you know like not the more than the reaction but you have like the confetti for like birthday stuff that happens in it but yeah like i don't need to have that type of anxiety seeing when someone's texting me back for the green text also green texts don't leave you on read true I also don't want to know when I don't want other people to know when I'm typing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Typing and then I get distracted, but it still shows that you're typing. So this person like thinks that I'm spending two minutes to craft a text message and like that's not the case. So it's just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wish we could turn off that because you can turn off the read receipts. Yeah. But can you turn off someone seeing when you're no. texting them back? Well, that is so inconvenient. <laughs> so. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, on that note, uh, what's your wine pick for the week? Um, I'm still celebrating with Prosecco. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, this time it's Zardetto Prosecco. Um, kind of a fun... Uh, fun bottle it's like got a black and then kind of a lime green label um it's from somewhere in italy i don't know it has a little blue thingy on it you know Mm -hmm. you know it's like actually from italy yep (laughs) (laughs) but it's like ten dollars a bottle it's 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 great for mimosas um what about you so also celebrating this weekend, my roommate was offered a job, so we celebrated oh. with Tots Brute Champagne and had Perfect. mimosas. Love yeah. it. It was great. Sounds wonderful. It was also, it's also pretty cheap. I think it was like mm-hmm. $7. Oh. Um, it was pretty okay without the juice in it, but it was, you know, it was a mimosa time. <laughs> um, and it's all, it's always mimosa time. It's true. Unless you're on the Very clock. <laughs> personal plugs do you have any updates for us (laughs) um i do so listen to bitter units listen to matinee baseball they just watched remember the titans and apparently the way it was talked about people think it's a little little campy little too disney uh like ah we solved racism oh and it made it made me (laughs) laugh (laughs) <laughs> because of the i'm like ah, oh, i guess that's true a lot of movies are like yes Slap a black this square is... on that <laughs> that's basically what it is oh um Yikes. it so i really enjoyed that um and old man strength um all good podcasts they kind of run the gambit of topics um and then culture check will be returning in a week or two assuming the audio person for that podcast gets their life together <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you have any personal plugs? Um, let's see. What, what can I plug this week? Um, follow Sports and Quirks on social media. We haven't told people that they need to do that in a while. Sure. Um, so we have our at Sports and Quirks just spelled out, um, Instagram and Twitter. So. Um, give Very us a good. follow on those platforms. And if you have feedback, we always accept it, only if it's positive, though. If it's negative, please don't put it out publicly. Definitely just send it to our email address yes. and we might look at it. Um, if you have ideas of things you want to have covered, um, you can email 
I believe it's at, or, oh gosh, too many ads. I believe it is sportsandquirks at gmail.com. It is indeed. And so if you want to hear more about golf from people who don't watch golf, we'll give it to you straight. It can be fun. About Dustin Johnson. It can be. It can, it feels like a, a wild journey, like looking up the information. I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. But like, I'm not intrigued enough to watch it. So I'll read the press release and it paints a beautiful picture in my head. You know what we could do? Um, we could do a power ranking of um, golfer fashion. I like that, that a could lot. Be kind of fun. That we would could definitely do that. And if, folks, if people want to want golf content, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you don't want golf content, we won't do that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to get into the bigger than sports moment? Yes. Um, so. I'm sorry if you really hate the Seahawks or Russell Wilson. This is probably not the podcast for you, at least during football season. Uh, um, yeah, no. <laughs> but um, Russell Wilson and Ciara. I always question myself. Ciara. Sierra. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Say it again. Just Sierra. Sierra. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Russell Wilson and Sierra. Um, I always want to say Ciara. Are opening. Why not you, Academy? Why not you is a phrase that, I don't know, it's probably trademarked at this point, but it's it's like Russell Wilson's thing. Um, they are opening a series of tuition-free public charter schools across the U.S. Um, they just announced that the first one is going to be opening in Seattle in the fall of 2021. Um, and these schools will increase access to high-quality education for students who are systematically underserved. Um so the one in Seattle is going to be the first um, of many across the country, and it's fundle, fundled, funded um, by the two of them. So very cool concept. Um, LeBron James also has um, his own kind of academy for learning for similar, you know, kind of similar purposes. Um, but just nice to see more of this kind of stuff happening, and um, it's great. Great idea. It's a really good idea, and it's a very practical use of their platform to make change because education is such a significant thing, like, across the world. Like, if you have the education, you can hopefully um, have a little bit more access to leaving certain situations. So um, the this type of school, this – and and targeting, like – underserved populations is just amazing and really cool that they're doing this. And um, I'm excited to see that they're doing it across the country. Yeah. Um, it is kind of cool that it's not just like a local market thing. So yeah, it's going to, yeah. it's going to be a whole system. So um, you can go to their website. If you just search, why not you Academy, it comes right up um, to kind of learn more about what they're all about. So access to education folks (laughs) we love to see it it's such a happy way to like end it is yes thank you all for listening we have many more bigger than sports things to share we have kind of got a backlog of them going so uh we'll keep them coming which is so exciting happy things to like end off 2020 we love to do it yeah and we're approaching season of giving so i'm sure that we'll just have more and more to talk about in that space so 
Oh my gosh, yes. So if you see anything, send that to us also because we get very excited about bigger than sports. It's probably our favorite part of this podcast. Yeah. So just send it. DM it or email it. You don't have to even say anything. Just be like, you know, here's this and we'll see it um, and we'll share it. So thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.